Thank you for joining me for another episode of Spiritual Prism, where we discuss everyday issues through the prism of God's Word. Today I want to speak on a topic that I believe can get a bit convoluted, and that's faith and organized religion. The two fit together, but are not always harmonious. First, let's define both of these terms as it pertains to our discussion. Organized religion is a belief system that has a large number of followers and a set of rules that must be followed. Faith, as defined in the Bible in Hebrews 11, 1 through 3, says, Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in the days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. All right, now that we have some understanding of both of these terms, let me get to the issue and where lots of people, I think, get a misunderstanding. Organized religion can tend to turn people away from having faith, but we need organized religion to help build faith. So they work together to help us strengthen not only our faith, but the faith of those around us when it is working harmoniously. For my discussion, I am speaking on having faith in Jesus Christ and Christians organizing themselves to follow his teachings. There are many verses in the Bible about this, and I've picked us a few out. The first one is Hebrews 10.25, and it says, Let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return draws near. Matthew 18.20 tells us, For where two or three are gathered together as my followers, I am there among them. And Ecclesiastes 4.12 says, A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. I bring these verses up because it lets us know that Jesus wants us to gather together, to love, support, and strengthen one another. That's why he even encourages us by letting us know that he will be there with us as well when we are gathered together. Now that we have some insight on why Jesus wants us to gather together, let's talk about what can happen when we gather together, but it doesn't go quite the way it should. There are going to be people in church, or quite frankly in any situation, that can be hypocrites and that can cause people to leave a church or to lose faith in going to a church at all. There are even churches with false teachings that gives Christianity a bad reputation. The Bible warns us about both of them. In Acts twenty, twenty-nine, it says, I know the false teachers, like vicious wolves, will come in among you after I leave, not sparing the flock. Matthew twenty-three, twenty-eight says, Outwardly you look like righteous people, but inwardly your hearts are filled with hypocrisy and lawlessness. You see, Jesus knew this was happening. He wasn't unaware. He knew it was happening in his day, and he knew it would continue to happen as time went on. I say all of this because I don't want believers to turn away from their faith, or for people wondering who Jesus Christ is to get turned away or off by a person or a church and not come to know him at all. Because you don't have faith just because you attend a church, nor do you have salvation just because you attend a church, or because you're being part of organized religion. You are saved by trusting in Jesus Christ, and your faith is dependent on this belief and your trust and relationship with Him. One of the most awesome parts of being a believer in Jesus Christ is that it is a one-on-one -on -one relationship, 
a personal relationship between you and him and you and him alone. Hebrews 11.6 tells us, And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. In 1 Peter 5, verses 6 and 7, it says, So humble yourself under the mighty power of God, and at the right time he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. So you see, we have to seek him. We have to have faith in him. We have to trust him. But by having faith and trusting in him, we can come humbly before him and cast all our cares and worries upon him and know that he'll help us to get through it. We can tell him anything. He is always there. He is always with us. And that's what's so powerful about being a believer in Jesus Christ. What a privilege it is to have a one-on-one relationship with our God and Creator. So don't let the organized religion part of it hinder your relationship with Him. I understand that what some Christians do may not always represent Christianity in a good light, and we, being humans, are quick to judge and lump everyone in that same category together. But this is just another distraction meant to keep you away from having that one-on-one relationship. I'll be the first one to admit it. I've seen it myself firsthand, and it has even made me stop going to church at times. But that's when I realized I was only hurting myself by not going, because there are always going to be hypocrites. There's always going to be people that give it a bad name, no matter what it is. Even if it's not Christianity, there's always somebody out there giving something a bad reputation. But we have to look past those people that may distract us, because Jesus has called us to gather together. I realized by me not going to church... I was really being just like them. Why was I focusing on the few when there were so many joyfully gathering together? It was because I was not focusing on Jesus and my one-on-one relationship with him. I was losing the meaning of going to church at all, which is to grow and support my brothers and sisters in Christ. There is a power in prayer, especially when we are gathered together with like-minded people. Simply put with an old saying, you can't judge a book by its cover. And you can't let the one bad apple spoil the whole bunch for you. If you're looking for a church home, first make sure they are preaching straight out of the Word of God. If they don't believe any part of the Bible, leave that church and find another one that does believe in the full Word of God. This, of course, takes effort on our part. We must be in God's Word every day to make sure what we are hearing matches up with what we are reading. Don't just go to a church and think that everything you hear is truth. It's up to you to make sure you can trust the person leading the flock. Once you have found that place where you can gather together and worship, don't let the hypocrites get to you. Instead, pray for them, because they may not even know that they are doing something offensive or being discouraging. And even if they do, remember, you are there for your one-on-one relationship with Jesus Christ and to build your faith with the ones that are joyfully worshiping just like you. If it's just too much for you to handle, then seek out another church home. Don't let something so simple hinder and dampen your faith. If you don't know Jesus Christ and you're judging by what you see or hear about him by the negative worldview, I would encourage you to go and find out who he is on your own. A lot of people who down Christianity have never even picked up a Bible. You should make the choice on your own understanding and not by someone else's view. Remember, it is a personal relationship and it is therefore a personal choice. It is not meant to be forced on you. It is accepted or denied by you. Not all who hear will accept and believe, but you should always make an educated decision either way. And the way to make that educated decision is by being in God's word.
In closing, don't put your faith in organized religion where we gather together because we are all humans, flawed, and will make mistakes. Being part of organized religion doesn't save you. Believing on Jesus Christ as the Son is the only thing that will save you. So put your faith in Jesus Christ and your one-on-one relationship with Him and participate in organized religion to grow, share, and encourage others in the faith. Thanks for listening, and I hope you will join me again for the next episode of Spiritual Prism.